Welcome to The Average Man. This is Timothy Bennett, and with me is Aaron Banyan and Jason Chandler. Hey, hey. Welcome, hey. gentlemen. How are you doing tonight? I'm well. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> uh, so tonight we're going to finish up our interview episodes that we decided that we we're going to do. And uh, so tonight's going to be Jason's interview. Me and Aaron will be asking a bunch of questions and uh, hopefully it's, we'll find some interesting things. Yeah. Let's hope. Since he's the young blood of the uh, podcast the crew, too, yeah. the group, <laughs> we don't know him as That's well. Funny. <clears throat> he's the oldest by age, but he's, he's, <laughs> he's the, the group. He's yeah, yeah. He's the new blood. Yep. Yeah, but you guys are better. only like a year apart, though. Basically, yeah, yeah about yeah. Yeah, Jason, how old are you? Thirty-eight. Yeah, and I just turned thirty-seven a couple so yeah. months ago. So yeah, and you just and I'm, you're going to be thirty-nine in September. Yeah, yeah. So. so a couple months from now. So yeah, close to two. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah. So let's start this off. Uh, Aaron, why don't you? Since you have your questions, yeah, I can do that. You um, so my first question. Basically, where do you like what do you look for to find happiness? Like, what are you what is it you strive for? What are you what gives you that sense of peace and happiness? Wow, hmm. I, I don't know. I never really it's not a goal of mine to find peace and happiness. It's, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm I have good and bad days. I'm like, ha- I'm very what's up? I I'll I'll try to amend the question a little bit better. Like what what gets you th- like when you are like having a good time or you're content, what is it you find yourself doing or like you experiencing? Okay. Like when you find that sense of like peace and contentment and like you just like everything's fine, nothing's weighing me down. Like I can just kind of hang out and do this for a while. Um no financial issues, bills paid, stuff like that. Um, and then the future of that being set in stone makes me calm and content and chill. Um, all responsibilities being out of the way and done for so I can like lay low, be lazy, and watch my movies or work on music or whatever. That makes me calm. And that was kind of what I was looking for. Is like the, the, those sorts of activities that you were you get into. And then about being like, yeah, a good movie or a good story really gives me the the, the chills or whatever. But being in a band or in at shows with my hip hop thing, like getting a response from audience or whatever, those small small moments really fucking make me happy for like a week or a few days. But I don't, like, strive for him. I'll accidentally stumble. I don't anticipate it. I don't think I'm that good of or whatever. So it's not but, really something that you are really expecting from it, but you, when yeah. you get it, you I realize that it's... It, it charges it's me, yeah. yeah. Right on. <clears throat> that's fair. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a very humbling way to do your type of art form. Yeah. It is, and it's probably the wrong way, honestly. If you're expecting to get anywhere in this type of fucking thing it is the complete opposite way to approach it because you're not i i have kicked myself in my own teeth and i've limited myself with this approach and this lack of arrogance and networking myself and braggadocious i think you could still do it i think what 
and that's why I'm a bass player or I'm a rapper in a group, you know, where I just like blend well. Yeah. And I kind of accompany the, the, but... the big picture mm. and I do my best and I'm proud of that. But yeah. I don't know. So. I think, I think, but I, mean, I love it. I fucking, I can't, I've tried to quit it and I can't, I can't live without it. I think some of the, the things about that is it's also for you, some of it is really having to put in that work. Mm. I think would maybe outside of just doing the entertaining part, you would have to do a lot of like self promoting and stuff like that. And it's not less, it's less about like being, you know, narcissist about it. It's more of like, that's just what you have to do. You have to promote yourself. But I think that for you having to put in all that kind of work might actually, it would be really tough for you to balance out, Hey, I want to do this makes me happy, entertaining, all that. And then I still have to do all this business side of things. Yeah. And it's just, mm-hmm. I see other people do it and they're so fake and arrogant and cheesy and it's pathetic to me. And I understand it's very important. You can't go, yeah. you can't leave your fucking block you grew up on without it. Yeah. You know, and it's very necessary, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I don't know. Mike Shinoda uh, said it in one of his songs for Fort Minor. I've always liked, and he's like, it's just all, a, it's all an act. Exactly. Yep. And uh, the way he said it, though, was pretty, I like just how he said it. I know Eminem said the same thing on one of his songs, too. It was like, um, you know, did I, about, I think it was like Beautiful, the song Beautiful, I think, maybe, or I don't remember. Don't look at me. Basically, he's talking about just because I'm doing it this way doesn't mean I'm, you know, I may be an influence, but I'm not telling him what to do. Like, it's all an act. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, either way. Every performer's got a persona. Yeah. And sometimes they blend, sometimes they don't. And it seems to be. And Jim Carrey says that now. He came out with a recent interview that basically said, Jim Carrey's a character mm-hmm. that I play. Yeah. And I'm like, after watching that, I'm like, as kind of, what do you call it? Ridiculous as it sounds to hear mm-hmm. you know, him say that, the way he explains it, is justifying why he says he's a character, a hundred percent on the mark. Well, at least his the, his way of doing his it is way. fun and yeah. entertaining. My way would just cross wires with my integrity and like I love honesty and respect and all this shit. It would just make me feel like shit yeah. at the end of the day. I would lose sleep. Uh, but so I I still try to promote and do whatever, but in my own dull, <laughs> boring way. You well, know, that's. Well, let me pile on top of the, his question then and ask you, if you found yourself to a point where you can still keep your integrity, mm-hmm. would it keep you from proceeding forward? No. I, if I could find a, a blend between both worlds, that'd be great. But, but I won't you, stand out. But have you tried? Hmm? But have you tried? I, a little bit. Because... <laughs> Not to your, actually, to your definition of try, knowing you, Tim, I have not. <laughs> you guys have seen Sentable One, right? Yeah. A long time ago. I don't remember there, much there's of a, it. There's a bit of that speech that Al Pacino gives at the end. He talks about, he's like, I, I knew there were, you know, the right path. I knew, I knew it without a doubt. He's like, but I never took it because it was too damn hard. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I think that's, that's failing on my part too, probably. Um, a lot of times I've probably had opportunities, but never yeah. took them or never pursued yeah, them properly. I, I had opportunities and invitations with the people in this world, 
especially hip hop, I didn't respect the people, so I bowed out. I I would I wouldn't go to their parties. I I didn't network because didn't respect them. I couldn't fake the funk, <laughs> so I fucking mm-hmm. yeah. So that's on me, you know. Is all there's, I'm saying. There's a certain amount of level, though. I think you could go somewhere. You're talented enough. You have enough yeah. skills and well, capabilities. Thanks. And all you would really need is you need some support. Right. The proper kind of support. Right. You probably need the proper influence as well, meaning just who you surround yourself with. Yep. Which True. is gonna help with that support as well. But you need a little more confidence and you also need to ha- leniently have an expectation to where your goal is. Right. So I'm uh, not to- I basically I sorry, but yeah. I do it as a hobby and never really thought it was going to pay my bills. Right. And so like <clears throat> something to not really change it on, but the podcast is a perfect example for me. I'm mm-hmm. willing to take all these risks mm-hmm. because I'm sharing support yeah. with you guys. Uh, I have, I, I enjoy it for, first of all. So yeah. if we don't succeed in any shape or form, whatever, I'm still enjoying it, which is enough success for me to continue to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. But that's part of willing to do it. Just because we don't reach this doesn't mean I'm going to stop. Right. So for you, I think that's the same thing. It's like, would you... That's probably why I'm enjoying this podcast so much. But for your music, though, let's say as as your music, why would it prevent you from wanting to... How, how would you see yourself pushing forward? Like, if you enjoy it so much... Why would right. you limit yourself? Is what I'm getting at. Why why wouldn't you try even a little or or he wants take to little what, steps? What's the what's what's really stopping you is what he wants to know. Basically. Cuz I don't think it's failure because it doesn't sound like you have no. that expectation of failure. No, you know? I I don't think I've ever No, I ride the mediocre line for sure of I don't know. Uh is your I viewpoint just, of yourself it might be part of it. <laughs> that as well. I I I have an answer. <laughs> I have I'm a curious to hear yours. Um, I don't. Yes, it, it's what it is, and uh, my excuses are: I'm tired from work. I'm fucking blah blah blah. So I'll just choose to throw on a film or whatever instead of write and turn on the computer and start working on music or practice rehearsal, so I can go to right. shows or set up shows on my own. Right. Which is, I have new goals for that as of recent, but. I'm not. I'm not. Not living up to them as much as I should be to actually make them happen in the near future. One and at least one thing I can say about like for the podcast is you don't seem to have a problem, but you also have that support, and that's the support I'm talking about. Mm. You need somebody to go, hey, Jason, stop watching TV and this true. Yeah. Play base. You, Living, need, you need a little bit more push. Yeah, yeah. Somebody to help. You know that that believes in you enough to know that your potential is there and you're not being wasted. Yeah, that's. At first, I was like, yeah, that makes me sound a little weak or needy or some shit. But I think everybody needs that, hey, that partner yeah. in crime. Yeah. There's, it's nothing wrong with needing, needing mm-hmm. the support. Because, I mean, like, I'm the same way. Like, left to my own devices, I'll just dawdle around. And, yeah. then, like, I need someone to push me. Because, I mean, I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. But I need that push to get me, like, doing something. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, I'm if just you leave me too much room to give my justif give myself justification for not doing shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm just circling. Yeah, 
and that's once again it's one of my flaws that's why mm-hmm. i use this as an example for this mm-hmm. is because that's all the sport i need is to know that there's somebody else involved i'm not gonna let that i don't want to disappoint mm-hmm. you guys but i'm not gonna let that it just pushes me a little bit further knowing it's not just me who who has this expectation or this goal or this enjoyment now right. there's others who want the same that i want and that's going to push me a little bit further to try to reach somewhere and something i I grind away at this podcast because yeah, that's that's how I feel. It's kind of a must now. I'm not now. I have expect. Or what do you? Not like an obligation, I guess, to to try to push push where we can go. Yeah, I mean, this is our second one we're starting up, so we're grinding and trying. Yeah. yeah. So and and from the very first episode and our you know banter bros, me and Aaron said like, oh, we hope we can keep doing this. Mm-hmm. We've made it happen. Yeah, we're over a year over now. A year, yeah. We've we've got some followers. We've got some. Hopefully, I can call them fans. <laughs> we got mm-hmm. people who listen to us. Yeah, I mean, we'll they, call them listeners for now. But yeah, yep. <laughs> I mean, it's but it's an incredible feeling to see how far we've gone. We've we've yeah. been getting merchandise and stickers. I mean, all this stuff for that show, and like, mm-hmm. it's a great feeling to be able to talk about it and not With feel egotistical, and still have right. a sense of humble, you know thought behind it. it doesn't come off as hey we're the greatest but no we know what we are mm-hmm. just give it a shot most people that i tell about the podcast like when it's new and they're like oh that's cool and they're like that sounds like fun I'm like hey, we have a good time like that's really all i say about it like we have fun yeah but we're just a bunch of friends who sit around and <laughs> talk about movies i know we are we are changing the podcast game i'll tell you that <laughs> all right <clears throat> that was and, the- you know helping people fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely think that you have um, potential, and and yeah, we've come a long way, and have we have a lot of followers, and when we do dabble in hip hop shows, we have the biggest audience of like the Killer Bar, or fucking whatever, because the longtime listeners come out and like, fuck yeah, we haven't heard seen you in forever, and then we have those conversations. Yep. So, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't met him, but you also have another big fan and supporter as well. And that's, that's definitely uh, somebody that you, I think need to lean on a lot more as well. Progressing further. I don't, I don't want to oh, give names. Yeah. You, you know who he is. But, yeah. And so I think that would help. That'll help a lot too. Yeah. And shit. You and I can hang out and fucking figure out beats and stuff. Cause I mean, I want to start doing stuff like that myself. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Make some beats. Be done for that. Help you learn how to make some beats and shit, yeah. and use your equipment. And yeah, I love that shit. It's all about and surrounding be, yourself with those people. And it would, yeah, it would be appointments. I would be like, all right, I can't fucking be lazy. I gotta go do this. You know, yeah. You know, reasons, obligations, to, and like, yeah. Th- yeah. I will <clears> say, I will say that one thing that makes it really tough is once you get busy, it's like almost all you want to do is stop for a few minutes just be lazy but, excuse me but for me at least uh i don't know how it is for you guys but once i sit down and i try to be lazy all i want to do is fucking get shit done when i when i <laughs> i'm the opposite when i get into something and like i take a break like the entire break i'm thinking about what i'm doing next like yeah i should be when doing you get something. going on something that you're really passionate about like that's you make yourself take a break but you also can't stop thinking about it that's definitely how I feel. I'm consistently thinking about it. Yeah, I usually podcasting. don't take a break until the mission is accomplished. And then I'm like, right. all right, now I need some time to reset. But then I just reset. I just 
Yeah, go too long. You just settle in. Yeah. Aaron, right. what's, what's your next question? Um, we might have touched on it a little bit. But my next question was, what are some of your unachieved goals? Fuck yeah, you're making me realize I don't. I'm not a goal-based type person. I'm kind of like Deadpool. I fucking just live moment to moment, no expectations. Don't really, obviously, as you just heard, don't think highly of myself and whatever. Um, like I became a, a kitchen manager, a general manager, because people wanted me to do it or pushed me to do it. Yeah. Support systems, um, and and uh, I uh, had success with that and learned a lot. But I wouldn't have done it. It was never one of my goals to be a KM. I just did it because the current it KMs the step. were not doing it right. And then the GM was like, "You need to fucking just do it." And then I did, and blah blah blah. Then I, I don't know, I tried all this other shit. So I just, I don't, I don't know what my problem is, but I, I don't really have goals. I mean, I never, I don't know. I know that's weird, but my it's goal not. is to just to keep a roof over my head, well fed, my son healthy and happy, and then no financial struggles, and to be able to do what my hobbies that make me temporarily happy from time to time, but that's making me unhappy because I hate my fucking job and what, right. what pays the bills right now. So this, you're just helping me realize that my lack of yeah. goal, uh, interest don't. is fucking, I mean, don't feel bad. I mean, I've, <clears throat> I'm kind of in the same boat. Uh, honestly enough, you and I are a lot alike in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, I've I'm noticed. the same. <clears throat> I'm the same way. Like, I don't have... I wonder have, he complains about you. No, there's, <laughs> not, there's not a lot of, like, long-term goals for me. Like, I never I never made them, even from high school. Like, it was always go to college, uh, be a teacher. Then that didn't work out because I didn't go to class or, like, things like that. So, I mean, it's yeah, I mean, very much we're the same boat. Like, I kind of... I do what's necessary to get through the next day. In high school, I go... Exactly. And then uh, in high school, our goal was to go to college for music and become a, a recording engineer or be in the studio all, all my life. And then people were just like, yeah, you need to be the best, though, to find to actually sit in those chairs. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. The well, not going to be the best. Uh, so I just kind of sh- That was that because down. at the time, though, that you were in high school, Yeah. the, the independent music industry wasn't really relevant. It wasn't really right. pumping no, out there. Was, like, like personal home studios weren't really a thing people had them it just you didn't realize that you can make yeah it wasn't as convenient uh equipment was still super expensive and money was still coming in but i feel you on that like the second it became apparent that it wasn't exactly going to work out the way you wanted it rather than it just kind of shut down down, yeah Yeah. you shut it down because i did the same thing like when i told my dad you know it was one of those things i was going to be a teacher when i went to went to college i was going to become a teacher i thought at first it was like i was going to be a math teacher and then i was like oh well i think i want to be an english teacher and then my dad was like, well, there goes a paycheck. And, like, that just, like, shut down half of, like, what I was going to do in mm-hmm. college. The other half was my own fault because I went to college and just fucked off for, like, a year. And, you know, but that's very much been my my pattern in life. The second things weren't working out the way they should, it shut down. Yeah. It's a... Uh... Me being a scary little bitch or some shit like that. Because I, I, I got some, I guess I have goals, things I want to do. 
before it's I can't aspirations do them versus anymore. goals is yeah okay. Yeah, basically, what you want to do is just, just far fetched. There's just there's the things you want to do before you die, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's a bucket list. Yeah, I mean, to a point, it's not. You want to kind of leave your mark in some shape and form that makes some kind of because I am it turning it. that that the, page. So this is. This is going to actually flow into my next question because you and I have talked about this on the Banter Bros podcast. Um, you asked me what one of my biggest fears was. And I I think the biggest fear that I ever had was having not mattered. Like, hmm. go, like passing from this world kind of in an unremarkable sort of sense. Like, not really leaving any sort of impression. Feeling insignificant. Yeah. Um, so that actually flows into my next question, which is, Probably, what's your biggest fear? Biggest fear? Heights, spiders. No, I know what you mean, though. Fucking. Are you really afraid of heights? Yeah. And spiders? Yeah, I get dizzy as fuck uh, a few stories up, looking For down. Sure. And then spiders. <laughs> I mean, I, I can man up and paper towel, kill that fucker. <laughs> but... <laughs> You're not going out and grabbing but a flamethrower? I, I, I react right. like... Can a hairspray and a lighter? I do it as fast as Bruce Lee. I just try to fucking for sure. <laughs> ninja that shit. Wow. Thanks for the, <laughs> thanks for the pranks for the future. <laughs> People have got me with some rubber spiders in the past. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, um, oh, yeah, the fear of just... Failing at life, like becoming homeless or some shit. I, or, or, sure. or allowing my son to uh, live a struggled life with, like that I grew up in and... I just won't I won't have that. Basically, living a disappointment. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> being a disappointment in some shape. And yeah, sure. I mean, I'm staring at the wall right now, listeners, <laughs> thinking of more, and I got nothing. I also want to point out, like, I don't think I've seen Jason more uncomfortable than I've ever seen him in the last couple I of questions. I do not like talking about myself. I For sure. fucking hate it. <clears throat> That's why he's. Spreading this, yeah, uh, yeah, this episode. I I thought I kept it less obvious, but apparently not. The uh, I think a lot of the the thing about like you have very natural, almost what I would call adolescent concerns, and what I mean that is these are like things that you figure out that you're kind of figuring out when you're like younger and you grow up. About you know like your fears and or whatever you know and like your concerns and your goals and stuff. And I think some of the the things that I've realized, especially now, is that you have a you call yourself kind of a man shot. You're like, oh, I'm very you know immature, you know, in the mind and this and that. Yeah. You 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 basically have a childlike mannerisms, as you call it, but I think it. Don't you feel like it's probably going to stem from who you surround yourself with and the people, your friends, and how they act as well? Because me and you, one-on-one, I don't see it very often. Actually, I almost never see it. That's but as true. Soon as we're I do at work, play the room Yeah, Yeah, there you go. There's a perfect. Yeah. I, do, yeah. I do play the room for a laugh. Play it's to your my, audience. It's yeah. my go-to. I always like to make a motherfucker laugh. 
and and have fun. I mean, there's nothing yeah. wrong with having fun, and we yeah. talked about that too. But, but no, you're a serious dude, and I, as of recent, as we talked about in the B and B interview of mine, B and B Banter Bros, is I'm trying to get shit done and make something of my life matter or whatever that be. Right. right. You know, take things more serious. So connecting with you real quick is probably has something to do with that. Because, I don't know, like, some of the fears and stuff that you were just talking about, that's just, I feel like, natural. Things that you figured out when you're younger. Yeah. I don't want to be homeless. Oh, yeah. I mean, those are natural fears. Yeah, but it could change I, at I want, any I time. You know, it could. Something, you know, Absolutely. and I just, I don't you want like a sense to of get, security. I, I don't like to get cozy act, acting as if, like, Nothing, I'm good everything's to go. okay. And then I feel like as like soon Schitt's as... Like Shit's Creek. It's exactly right in, when you're in that mindset, you your guard is down and something fucking... I know I'm... I can't, God damn you. That is, I, this is very adolescent concerns. But, uh... <laughs> it wasn't there to be know. insulting. It it was no, more no, of no. A, it's it's, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. it's mind-opening or whatever. I never you know, put it in kind of that. part of what this was all about. Yeah, so I guess so. Yeah, all right. Uh, we've rolled through a couple of my questions. Do you want to ask one, Tim? Uh, yeah, I was... <laughs> I had a question that... Um, I didn't mean to prior... cause him to have an existential crisis, no. but... <laughs> out of we talked about your fears we talked about you know kind of like what goals you had and and you kind of set yourself into a a very leisure lifestyle yep and there's nothing wrong with it as long as safe you, yeah i mean as long as you're happy with it but yep. unfortunately we as we just found out you're not necessarily happy about it you're just content there's a huge difference between being content and happy so if you get put in a position if you get put in let's say you all of a sudden have to be evicted tomorrow or you lose your job at the same time and you have a son that you support yeah you have bills you have things how is it that you feel confident wise that you could manage 100%. I mean, I do come through in the clutch all the time, without a doubt. I do figure shit out when it's all crumbling. I am really good in those moments, the the chaos. I mean, I'm afraid of it happening, but when it is happening, I ain't nothing, I'm only focused on are, that. Are you really afraid, or is it just like you're aware that the possibility is out there and it's more of like, hey... I don't want change. You just, you don't want don't that want to happen. be uncomfortable. But, because it, it doesn't sound like you're afraid. Afraid to me, you go, I have no idea what to do. Yeah. That's something to be afraid of. Yeah. You know what but you would need so to do. There's so many fucking options to do, and I, yeah, there's, I, I know what I would do, and it, it would be fine. It would be a fucking shit struggle and tough, but. The, the saying goes that mm, courage is Without giving all the details, I could figure it out. What? The saying goes that courage isn't the absence of fear, it's acting in spite of it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it seemed poignant at that point. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why I always like that kind of, uh, you know, the, the, the leadership kind of role where uh, you find somebody that <coughs> you want to follow into hell yeah. and then get you back out. But the question is, is would you follow them back into hell? Right. Turn around or go right back in. I I, I think it was uh, Churchill. I think that's who said that was. Yeah. You know, you want Probably. your men to follow you into hell and back again. 
And yeah. uh, I've always feel that way because like that Shakespeare did uh, Richard the Third run once more under the breach. You, I think it was Shakespeare once more under the breach. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I don't know the big Shakespearean very well. person, so. Um, so yeah, it probably comes down to me being lazy, and I don't want to deal with the shit. Basically, <laughs> maybe you're right. I'm not afraid. I just like why I've lived con- in the same fucking content. apartment for nine years. Yeah, you're content. Yeah. I, I and I made a decision a long time ago. Happiness is temporary and whatever the fuck. Um, well, but content is you know uh, is longer lasting for me personally. I don't know. I'm fine with content. Ha- I, what they say is happiness is a state of mind. I have to agree with that. As much as I really hate that cliche, it's cliche and new agey. Cliche, yeah, it is true because there are people who've been put in the worst positions and still like worse than I've ever been in. And they're still a lot happier than I am. So what do I got to complain about? Yeah. You know, that perspective thing, but yet. Yeah, can, I've only met a few people can, like that, that were not faking it. <laughs> yeah. That, that weren't like faking it. Um, I, I feel like they're mentally. <laughs> <laughs> it is all perspective, but I think in a position that you're in content, how do you feel that can, excuse me, how do you feel content could hold up on like how long do you think you can continue being content not long um it's catching up with me now especially the last few years and being stuck as a cook because it's all i know i didn't even want to be a cook i was just a decent dishwasher that the cooks enjoyed with and they were like when you turn 18 little fucker you're cooking i was scared of them because it was back in the day when cooks were rough and rugged and angry and disrespectful and that was fine because they were the heart of the restaurant and right. they could get away they had the power but what <clears throat> you don't have now not to interrupt yeah. but you just made something i i've had this thought for a long time is they had your back though yes it oh, didn't matter yes they had your back you don't get that anymore no you don't get that kind of Teen, uh, camaraderie com- yeah camaraderie yeah. that the, 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 the sense of brotherhood brotherhood there, there you go, go. Yeah. you don't get that anymore what's happened <laughs> Not to get into, I just I th- and exactly, and then yeah, I was scared of these cooks because it was that the last of that fucking you know uh, time culture brotherhood, and then when I got into it, holy shit, did I feel fucking a part of something important? It, and yes, it has dwindled <laughs> through the corporates and coming that's, through and toppling it. That's another saying I actually kind of like: is without struggle, there is no growth. You know, they talk about like I think the lobster is the. He's example. a he's just a, a advent calendar at this yeah, point. Really I'm, are. I'm basically, yeah, I'm a saying of the day kind but of once guy. Again, nowadays. not wrong. You gotta, Probably what he has is a gotta, calendar. Oh, Mondays. That's another thing I could Mondays benefit quote. from is that I put myself in more uncomfortable situations, and yeah. I always come out thriving. But right. I fucking hate the entrance of that uncomfortable situation. You, you and me. And both. if I can avoid it, I will. And I'm wrong to have tried to avoid it. Yeah, <clears throat> I feel I feel that way. I think the older I get, the harder it is for me to. I've definitely realized I, I'm not as quick on my feet, or I'm not as quick-minded to adapt to those situations like it used to be. Right, and I think that's what I'm more afraid of: is realizing that age is getting, uh, you know, it's catching up with me, and I'm not, I'm not as re- resilient. I said that today. I'm not as resilient as I was, you know, even ten years ago, even five years ago. It's, Wait. it's catching up, and I think that's kind of the like we were saying, like don't want to put myself in those positions anymore. Yeah, and the, it's too hard. The lack yeah. of... Or, takes a lot more out of you. 
the lack or the being content is catching up with me and the lack of being more content. And all I can think about the last two years is in four to five years from now, my son's going to go off to college. He's going to go to something mm-hmm. fucking well off and move out of this state. What the fuck am I going to do? I like, I finally got my time again. And all I can think about is like, I just want to go audition for bands and travel the road or even like fuck around with some stand up comedy and be all, I just, I just want to do all this unrealistic shit on the road traveling and it's all entertainment thoughts. Like that would make me happy as fuck. Maybe what you need is just one good road trip. Yeah. Those things I fucking hate planning and doing them, but when I'm actually doing it, it's fucking awesome. I mean, and I almost had one, but it got canceled. Sounds like the Banter Bros road trip is now in play. Right? That's what I was just saying. Oh, maybe, shit. We should, maybe we should take like three weeks. We can just pile some cash together and make sure that we got a, a decent, I don't know, van that is comfortable. Yeah, like an Astro thing, van. Man. We would have to come back. I don't want to come back. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to keep going. I want to be a vagabond. It's just at some point I'll just be like, just drop me off here. Right. So, I, I think, yeah, I think you're content. Something that I think complacent, does. Complacent, I think, is probably the better uh, word. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah, complacent. You're very complacent. I think you just accept things and you're just going to go, okay, this, is, this isn't this is bad, so yeah. why? It's not meant as a dig because I'm in the same spot. Yeah, why complain about it kind of thing. It's like, I got what I need. I got this and this and this, but. <laughs> I think as of what I'm op- being very, I guess, observant of, which I've known you for a while, and I've figured this, for a little while now, and I've figured this out quite, quite soon, yeah. is that you just, because you're so complacent, because you put yourself in these positions that are considered safe, your creativity is taking a big hit out of that. Yeah. Uh, you're not expressing yourself a lot more than you could. You're not taking those chances because you're not gaining any new perspective in life. Yeah, I think about that often. Therefore, your confidence might even be lacking a lot, which is why you probably... Yep, doesn't help with that either. Yeah, so basically, like, a lot of what you just need is you need... You just need a little more kick in the ass. That sounds like all you need is is a little more kick in the ass. And and now I'm going to say one thing, though. What I do know about you and your complacency, there's great benefits that you've definitely done that I don't think very many people could. And that's being a single dad for as long as you had Mm. and raising a very well young teen, preteen, teenager, you know, child who has a sense of respect and super intelligent. Yeah. Uh, But how many people can honestly say that? And and your 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 goals about keeping a roof and all that your priorities are intact. Yeah, that's not questionable. And I think that's where you have more uh, leeway to kind of be cut loose, immature, do whatever you want because you know what your priorities still take forefront, and that mm-hmm. stuff is yeah third and fourth. On that shit. And I just, that's something I can respect. Unlike other people who may waver on, oh, I want to go out and party, even though I have a kid at home and no food in the mm-hmm. cupboards. Right. You don't do that. You're like, well, I got to go home and feed the kid. Mm-hmm. And I I respect that. I mean, father to father to father. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's, a lot um, of kids at varied stage, stages of life. Yeah. It's, it's something that, you know, not been in a position that has had a really rough, 
you know, childhood and right. stuff. Right. Yeah. Same here. Like, I don't talk to my father. And probably never will again. But I just, and I appreciate the compliment or whatever, the, just whatever you're just saying. And then, but I, I've never understood, like, why is that a wavering priority, like, to people? It, it blows my fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mine too. I was put yeah. into a situation that I didn't want to be in, but I was like, there's no other way. I have to make the best out of it and do yep. this. But there are people who I, will just give up. Yeah, and I, yeah. It, but on this, like that's just it's just unacceptable. Yeah, to me, to me, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't I, want to judge anybody. It's else, a, it's but, a, it speaks to character, it, is what it does. It's just I always do what needs to be done. I can say that for myself. Yeah. With confidence, I always even in the uh, kitchen, man. I man up, I think, is the old school way of saying it. You man up, even in the kitchen. <laughs> I've worked, I've worked uh, with you in situations where, like, I don't. I mean, I wouldn't want to do that, but I'm not usually in a position to do much either. But you're willing to take a little more sacrifice than most anybody else we work with to yeah. just to make it a little easier on somebody. And that's why we got along real well. Is you saw the same thing? Like I'm doing all this stuff because it's not about. How is this going to really help me much other than maybe right now? But like, I'm trying to set up success for the person, next person. Yeah. And you have a very similar mindset. And that's one of those things you're just, you want to make it a little easier for other people because in return, you know, make the big picture hopefully a little easier. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, but yeah, I've always generated thought more towards uh, other people than myself. Yeah. For sure. Not <clears throat> bad. I just, but, uh, in all seriousness, though, like it's a, it's a lot of respect that you take your son seriously. Yeah, it just baffles me. Once again, it baffles me. I'm like, how can people? Like, I thought about this with Eddie Murphy when he, you know, when he tried to deny that him and Mel B had a child, like that wasn't his kid. Right. Tried to deny it, right? But then it came out that it was his kid. I, I don't know why that stuck with me. That particular thing stuck with me, but it bothered me so much to go. You're just messing with kid is so much right. that goes hey like that that kid does not deserve to grow up thinking that he doesn't belong to somebody yeah he's not good enough he's not good enough in some shape or form and i think that's what fear like i fear i have is with my own son is i will never let him feel like he does that he had no love or that he isn't important in some right. shape or form. yeah and you've the way you talk about it in the way that you've you know been in position you've done the same you've taken priority you've shown that kid that you know he's even still now you want to spend time with him mm-hmm. at 14 years old he's wanting to spend time elsewhere but you still make it happen yeah i'll be like give me my 20 minutes a day son right all right <laughs> you know yeah. and <clears throat> respect man okay. respect thanks uh, no, we kind of meandered a little bit, but yeah, <laughs> it happens on occasion. Um, it, was a, it was a good talk, heart to heart. So, my last question uh, actually kind of turns on what's your greatest achievement? <clears throat> um, I don't know. So I'm I'm that asshole, and when I do get something good or achieve something, I'll downplay it like it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. For yeah. some kind of 
compromise in my own head or some shit. Because I don't you, like to be the arrogant, confident fucking douchebag. You, you're kind of like me in so much as you don't how to know how to take a compliment. I definitely like, do not. It makes me uncomfortable when people compliment me. Yeah, as you could probably just see. Um, achievements. Mm, well, I, I don't know. I See, it's just one of those weird things where I'm going to say something positive about myself and I don't know the right delivery to it because it just it feels fucking just, weird just, say just it, fucking say it, it. don't um, deliver it so whatever <laughs> so the top one is what I've done in my situation with me and my son and you know what? that that's an achievement personal I guess but yeah. a necessary one it's the only thing I, that matters yeah personal. I agree yeah right Achievement that somebody else thinks you did good really doesn't matter yeah, unless you feel like you deserve. Yeah, it. yeah. and I I've, I've done better than I really thought I was going to do when certain scenarios started, and then we were planning and preparing for. I things have gone a lot better than I thought they would. Um, so uh, I'm how, gonna I'm gonna go ahead and that's my shit right uh, there. How old was was Aiden? Seven. Okay, so yeah, that's. That's a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven years is a long time. Yeah, and the yeah. first two years were stressful, a struggle, and then, I don't know, we just, I don't know, we did it together, really, so, you know, if, if you know if that makes any sense. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> but, um... You figure the, out a new normal. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, there's music achievements and shit I'm proud of. Uh, uh, my career... Career, I guess, becoming a kitchen manager, successful, winning awards for labor costs and food costs and all this shit and corporate, whatever. Uh, TGI Fridays is what I mean by corporate. And then uh, becoming a general or assistant general manager. Then, yes, I was a general manager for Taco John's, but I also hey. took the the one of the smaller stores and made it fucking thrive. And, That's an achievement. And then, um, and then, yeah, they. They just recently closed down, but I haven't been there for four years. So. But, uh, yeah, and I did that because uh, personal reasons and to spend more. It was an easier than a real restaurant job, Taco sure. John's, so I could spend more time with Aiden, my son, and then still have that leadership role. Because when I got to AGM, a- a- my general manager was like, don't go backwards. You need to be a GM somewhere. And I was like, fuck. Being a GM of a real restaurant would take way too much time. It would, you know, yep, for sure. So I went to There's... fast food, and it and it took less time, and it was way easier and way less stressful because it's so fucking fast food. It's assembly line. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, once again, people, employees push me out of that shit because they're just whew, stressful. Those are definitely things that uh, <clears throat> to certain people probably wouldn't look very. What do you want to call it? Spectacular of achievements. Right. That's why uh, and I, most people are going to shove it up their ass. That's why because, I find it uh, difficult guys, to bring yeah, it up. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, because, like, first of all, to manage anything, mm-hmm. it, takes, yep. it takes a certain type of person, but to manage anybody well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Especially teenagers. Talent. Like, doing fast food, you deal with a lot of teenagers. That entry yeah. level job uh, yeah, position was uh, my, it was different. Because, yeah, I always made the joke or made the statement. The people that applied to Taco John's, they knew damn well they were not capable to apply at real restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, uh, the difference 
it's hard to explain, but you guys probably know what I'm saying. Like, because yeah. you worked in restaurants, you you know you're capable of it, and you mm-hmm. know your fast food's beneath you. But these people, they know it's not. <laughs> Something that I've often feared is, and it sucks. It's taking my level now, and trying to drop it down into even a more paying job in fast food. Right, I could make. Yeah. Probably more money in fast food. Yeah, being a manager at like a McDonald's. Yeah, or something like I that. could yeah, easily sure. be making almost double what I'm making. And that's what I mean. Like those ridiculous. employees stress you the fuck up because of the level of. I'm so sorry, anybody that's listening and be offended, but the, the level of intelligence is so much less. It's entry than, level, like you said. Yeah, yeah. I, some of it doesn't even fall under intelligence so much that they just the attitude of whether they give oh, a shit. There or you not. go. Exactly. Work ethic. Just yeah. a job. The, the exactly. They don't They're take it serious. They're looking for a paycheck. And you, they don't take it serious. Yep. Yeah. You can't get them to take it serious. Just something. Even to do. the speeches that you try to come up with that you make them take it serious. I have nothing but respect makes, for people that like you know people that are like in recovery or like getting out of a bad situation that take yeah, a job yeah. like that because I need money. I need to work. They're figure that shit out. Balance. That I have utmost respect for. But they're more yeah. likely to. Push further to yeah, earn that also, paycheck. Yeah, they're, they're more yeah. likely to strive for mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that, that's a whole different right. But yeah, those those knuckleheads sure. that just show up because it's I'm gonna do a mick job so I can collect my paycheck and I'll just go home and do whatever. Uh, yeah, they're whatever and they'll move on to some other job and whatnot. And, yeah, and and so I I I personally would never. I I've, there's just something about it. I I don't think I could ever get myself to do like. At a fast food restaurant, there's something about. I think it's the integrity, really. Oh, it hurt my pride so much. But yeah. the the one thing is, I've also never discredited or insulted or anything, and thought that they were below me. Anybody who worked in fast food as well. If I go to Burger King, I'm not going to think that person doesn't work yeah. as hard or or is below me in any way. At least they're out there working. Yeah, that to each of their own. Like not fair enough, yeah. but. I think that's the other thing. Like what you said is there are people who go in there knowing that they, they're not capable, but to come kind of come back to what we were talking about earlier is they're also not willing to take the chance or they're not really willing to take the risk. And unfortunately there's that big saying without risk, there's no reward. Yep. Yeah. And something that I, my last question will come down to is how, how, how much risk are you willing to take to get that reward? Ooh. Ooh depends on the, what reward you're just talking about. So the, the reward is on, whatever it is that you find in, in any situation. What are you willing to risk? How far are you willing to go? Let's say, let's say you're hip hop. We were talking about music and I know that's something you're very passionate about. We talk about music a lot at work and stuff and, and stuff like that. Um, and, and I think that you have some talent and I think you have some capabilities, but how much are you really willing to risk to reach something that you, th- you, you actually probably believe that you can actually achieve? Well, I don't know. I guess what's the risk factor? Uh, what am I risking? Like, like Especially in that scenario, like if hip hop is all you're really risking is judgment of lyric, flow, instrumentals. You're getting, stage you're getting into fundamentals. Yeah, you're I'll getting into yeah. technicalities. I'll give, you I'll give you a scenario. If whoever, like somebody you looked up to, said, "Hey, I want you to come open for me on tour." Okay. Say, but it's you know a six month, eight month tour. 
Mm-hmm. And you need so, to leave tomorrow. And you, yeah, and you got to leave yeah, tomorrow, a week from now. Mm-hmm. You have no time to prep. You have no time to like settle up your job or anything like that. How, are you willing to risk that because someone else like that believes that you can, you're good enough? Hmm. That, that's what he's asking. Is that something you're willing to risk? Your, your apartment, your job. You, know, you would basically have to well, go, Dane, hey, can Aiden. Can fucking hang out here? That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's yeah, their the, bedroom. The can... kid is obviously important, but like if it came down to it, like, and you know, like somebody just, you know, Aesop Rock said, hey, come open for me on the next, my next tour. <laughs> Who is one of your favorites? Well, that's he why I said favorite. it. Because like, that's why <laughs> he's my number one. Because it, it, it That's why I gave him that look. Right? Like, nice. Uh, yeah. If Aiden was in college and I didn't no, have to no, worry no. about let's that. Say, let's say next tomorrow. week. Yeah. yeah, tomorrow. Let's Next just do week. It tomorrow. It's unrealistic. I can't. It doesn't matter if it's realistic. This is. This I is... would call you, Tim, and be like, "Can Aiden stay with you for six months?" <laughs> I'd say absolutely. Yeah. And then I would, uh, I would definitely give it a shot. And holy shit, that would that would be fun. that would be the kick in the ass that you brought up in the beginning. That see, I, that just makes me giddy as fuck. That right. whole scenario. There's your happiness. I would, I, I would risk that for sure, knowing. More chances than not that I probably wouldn't do well. But think about the experience I don't know. that you would I gain. might do well though. Exactly. Some, something that <laughs> might. Yeah. Something that complacency is and contentment. I I can't stand that. Mm-hmm. I, I I know. Can't I know. stand. Com- we talked about that in our first yeah, interview. I'm, I'm a firm believer that stagnant waters is poisonous. Complacency yeah. is quicksand. It really is. It's easy to sink right into it and just yeah. stay. But I have a hard time with that because of experience. I'm you never going to live. Legs. Huh? Did you also have long legs? <laughs> I'm never going to. Uh, I had a hard time thinking about what to do after high school. I had a hard time thinking about what to do in high school. That's why I had three jobs. I was consistently busy. I, I have to stay busy because it's all about the experiences. I want to do everything. I don't mm-hmm. like limitations. Once I get limited, I turn into this weird very hateful person and like I become basically a caged animal and that's how exactly how I feel when I'm stuck when I'm put in a stuck position it's survival mode at that point yep so I look at the experience if you were given the opportunity to gain experience why wouldn't you want to take it and I I don't yeah I don't see myself passing the up fuck yeah yeah I I was gonna say I don't think I've I've passed those oh, the chances for that opportunity, but I know I have. Now there are obviously and that's, responsible that goes against my personality as well. Responsible so. reactions to say no, I can't. So Aesop Rock comes, hey, you want to come join me? And right, say like that, I said about my yeah, son, like that I, is a priority. Yeah. That isn't. That's not what we're talking about, though, because yep, that is the right move. Or yep. take him with, right? Or whatever you'd figure it out to try to make a dream. People do it all the time. That, mm-hmm. Those are success stories that you go. How the hell does a mother of five finish college? Right. Make it work. I can't figure out how to go back to school and I have one child. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not even just a child. It has to do with everything else. But <laughs> this is less of an interview, more it's, of a kick in my ass. <laughs> it's it more, I think it's, I think it's more a, a figure. Yeah, I think we're just. Have we noticed how <laughs> Not to cut you off. Three, I thought you were going to get to a have point. Have we noticed how different all three interviews have gone? Absolutely. <laughs> this is good. But I think with, with a lot of yeah, the things oh, yeah. that you you struggle is um, you're. I don't know if you are so stuck in your head that 
very much. I mean, I know you are, but like, I don't know if you're so stuck in your head that you're unaware of the things around you. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't think you're just so locked into like. No, no, I'm very aware of my yeah. surroundings. But I don't think you're aware of the potential. As I feel like you probably could be, if you were a little more active towards. Yeah. Doing those things, and I and mm-hmm. I know it comes down to like you say, you're very open about how saying how lazy you are, but yeah, let's let's explain the laziness. This comes down to you've also been busting your ass off with a lot of achievement. You're getting older. You don't have quite the energy that you used to either. So mm-hmm. you come home from a 10-hour day, you just want to sit around and do There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But there is that decision. Is that what you want to continue to do? Or after your 10-hour day, do you just suck it up and you go into your bass or you go into your hip-hop and you just fucking do it because you know that that's what you want to do? When I do that... The next morning, that's when I wake up going, I'm glad I did that. You know? Some self-achievement. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. Motherfuckers. Look at this, though. <laughs> he, he he went to uh, more, <clears throat> like, nervous, uh, whatever, to a smiley face. You're not even ready. Yeah, in my head, I'm st- I'm still on the road with ASAP Rock right now. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> no man, I I I think that uh, if anything that you're gonna take away from from tonight, I don't think you've really had to question too much, but you got support. Yeah, and I just think that sure. what you need to do is just take a little more chance and uh, have that support with you. You know, because if you, for example, you decide you want to do your solo and you want to go to a Keller bar or whatever, I'll help promote you i'll help i'll be yeah. there right next Fuck to you yeah. man if you want i'll make that happen i'll i'll take off work i'll make sure i'll rearrange my schedule man yeah so like i think i think some of the 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 things that you need right now for sure is uh i think you just need a little more action and uh, a little more aggressive action i should say and uh just know who is there for you mm. well yeah i Appreciate it very much. And yeah, this, uh, yep, nervous and defensive in the beginning of this interview. Now I'm all fired up <laughs> and inspired <laughs> at the end of it. So thank you. <clears throat> Definitely didn't mean to just, uh, switch gears from an interview to, uh, attacking you by any means. It's not, it's not what I meant by odd, kicking the ass. Turned into an odd intervention. That's what yeah. it did. There it is. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. There it is. Yep. But, yeah, you Aaron? guys aren't the first people to say this type of shit. What's up? You you don't have any more questions? Nope. The the achievement or the yeah the biggest achievement's the uh, the last one I had. Mm-hmm. Cool. I guess I'm gonna have one more question. Okay. When's your solo album gonna come out? <laughs> you and your deadlines. Another thing I could use in my life. Hey, that's I'm impatient. That's one of the things I remember. I listened to an interview with Jerry Saltz, who he's like a head art critic for New York Magazine, and he was talking about uh, deadlines being the greatest thing an artist could have. Is you know set a deadline, finish, make your deadline, whatever it is at that point is just it, and then move on. And then hmm. it'll, he's like, the guy that was in here was like, art can't cre- be created that way. He's like, yes, it can be. It should be. It'll like set a deadline, keep to it. Otherwise, it'll, it'll you'll make never, you, it'll make yeah. you never better. move forward. Yeah. 
You'll sit there on the same thing and, and you'll never happening. move forward. Yeah. That's something I do with this podcast. Like I, I had to kind of learn a hard way with the YouTube stuff that I keep reading. It's like, if you're going to do YouTube, like let's say you put a video, it has to be like Friday. You better put a video. No matter what you have, you throw it there. Mm-hmm. On Friday, it's got to come out. And when I was trying to do my own little personal stuff, I couldn't, I just couldn't keep up that deadline. I even had all this more time than I do now. And I still couldn't make that deadline. I'm like, fuck. But with this podcast, once we've, you know, went into our like second season and stuff like that with the podcast stuff, I've started making deadlines and I'm making it happen. And it was a, it was a building block, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, since you've come on Jason and and started doing audio and stuff, it's really helped a lot. Mm -hmm. But once again, it's that building block. It's, we get better as we do it. And that's, that was the key. Is to just put it out there. Then next time we do it, we get a little bit better. We put it out there. Do it again. Put it out there. So I have to agree with that. Yeah. Our deadlines have been on point too. We have not missed a single episode on our second season. Yeah. Every Monday. So. Yeah, I guess uh, if we have to put a deadline on, I could say get get it done in three months. I mean, three-fourths of it's fucking done. There you go. If you're stuck on something, I mean, get a new set of eyes on it. Right. right. I'll come over and critique the shit out of it. I have been thinking maybe I should start showing you some of the mix downs and stuff like that. I'm still waiting on my Jason Voorhees. Uh-huh. I've I made that little hip hop thing. I'm still waiting for the lyrics, buddy. Yeah, that's kind of what started this whole thing because I got excited about that. I have that shit worked out. And then I was like, fucking hey, this sounds pretty good. So I compiled a list of my songs and there's 16 of them including that one and then i was like fuck let's work on this album and then i kind of went to the beginning of the list and haven't worked on that track but it's in the list (laughs) so you kind of started this whole fucking thing of me thinking it might be a a realistic project and uh yeah it's realistic because you've been doing it so yeah i mean just gotta throw it out there so yeah, I've been translating shit, lyrics, and whatever. Got shit on right. my laptop and make it more real. <laughs> there you go. All right. So three months. I, I'll, I'll expect it in three months. What the fuck is that? October? All right. It was July 29th. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Halloween? Yeah, I'm running up. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Halloween. <laughs> Halloween will be the release day, at least, of that song. I better hear it by then. Yeah, well, oh, that is a good idea, actually. I was like, well, what's your, your stage name? It's Corpse, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even more. Didn't even fucking put that part together. <laughs> no. You're welcome. It's <laughs> kind of a nickname I've been stuck with since adolescence. All right. All right. Wrap it up. Well, this has been fun. Yeah. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Yeah. And um, this has been good. So, Jason, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate thank, the... Uh, thank you, too. The honest answers. And, uh, yeah, so you can... Uh, Check out our previous episodes for sure on our Average Man show and uh, make sure to check out our other uh, podcast show called B&B Banter Bros where we basically just talk about all movies and films and stuff. Mm-hmm. Basically all movie related. Actors, yeah. actresses. Yeah. We're, we're, we nerd out to, to films. So check that out. And um, we can also up, catch, you'll love it. Yeah. You can also check uh, some of the stuff on, on YouTube. So, but uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll catch you later. Bye.